1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: It's our weekly fantasy sports podcast. Getting set for another week of fantasy football tonight. Starting with the Giants and the 49ers. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire, our guest as always. Check out Jeff online at rotowire.com, the best fantasy website. Jeff, the best fantasy analyst in the business. Jeff, I'm a George Kittle owner in at least one league. Can I get some George Kittle appreciation in the red zone, do you think, perhaps, the Niners tonight?
1: Always a possibility. Uh, Giants are really banged up. They're missing uh, one of their top linebackers. Sure, I can see it happening.
0: Overall, with the way the Giants have played so far, they even allowed some points, a fair amount of points. Good week for... Me in one league because of James Conner. Uh, he had a good game under his belt against the Giants. I think just about anybody could pop off for the Niners tonight. you expecting a big night for just about anyone who owns Niners players.
1: Yeah, and I'm also kind of like thinking that uh, it's going to be a tough day for the Giants offense. I think Niners defense is really going to dominate this one here. No Barkley, but more than that, there's no uh, – not only no Barkley, but – More importantly, no Andrew Thomas. Well, maybe not more importantly, but no Andrew Thomas. They're missing the left guard as well. Uh, Short week. It's just a a bad setup here for the Giants.
0: I am in desperate need for Isaiah Pacheco and Aaron Jones to both be healthy at running back. What are you hearing about those guys?
1: Jones practiced today, uh, first time since suffering the injury. I don't know if he's going to be able to play, but this is a good sign that he's out there. How about Pacheco? Pacheco you know it should be a decent spot you figure the chiefs as a 13point favorite are going to be playing with the lead most of the game um so we'll see uh but uh you gotta figure that uh it, it plays it, it skews well towards maybe getting the running game going a little bit more but it's always a timeshare right that I think that's the tricky part
0: With your team, the Bengals, boy, a lot of people in fantasy football worlds are looking at Cincinnati to start to get things going for Burrow, for Chase, for Higgins, those last two guys. For me specifically, how about Mixon? What's going on with the Bengals?
1: I mean, it all starts with Burrow. Um, And he was spotted walking to practice with the sleeve on his calf. I don't know how much he's going to practice. We'll wait for the official reports on that. But at least he was present. Uh, in in pads, so uh, that that's at least a positive sign there.
0: Meanwhile, here in Pittsburgh, I had a lead in my league where it's almost entirely touchdown based, of about fifty five to thirty nine heading into the Monday night game, and the Steelers defense almost cost me to lose. That you don't see that very often, but I imagine people that had the Steelers defense saved until the last. Game really made runs in their fantasy contests. I couldn't have been alone in watching that transpire.
1: Yeah, two weeks in a row we've had a defense dominate. Week one it was the Cowboys' defense against the Giants, where in some formats they were worth up to forty points, which is just crazy. In your league, less so, but you know, you got to say that uh, you know it 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 was massive. You know, first play of the game, you had the tip ball, and then you finish the game with the uh, Watt touchdown there. Uh, and the pass rush in between, if you had points for turnovers and sacks, oh, boy, I mean, it was it was a massive day.
0: Jeff, let's also talk about the uh, great Puka Nakua. He continues to impress. I actually picked him up in a league for wide receiver insurance. How many people are starting him now? Where, where is he on the realm, on the spectrum for wide receivers?
1: I mean, he should be in – I think he's a top 20 receiver right now. I mean, he's an automatic start unless you're like – Really loaded at wide receiver to begin with, there. And I, f- I find it difficult to see, you know, teams that are going to have three receivers that are going to be better than Puka Nakua right now, especially in a PPR format. Maybe in your touchdown only league, maybe that, that's a possibility because he hasn't scored yet. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, just you look at that volume 15 targets in week one, 20 last week. You know, they might, might, they might throw less this upcoming weekend and Monday night in Cincinnati, just if they're playing with a lead. But with Cooper Cup out, I mean the volume's going to be there. Uh, you know, it's pretty clear he has that connection with Stafford. He's he runs good routes. He's good, uh, and I think he'll have value even after Cup comes back. Clearly less value, but uh, A, we don't know when Cup's coming back, and B, I think they'll find a way to get Nakua still involved even after that happens.
0: I'll give you the three wide receivers that I have as options, and maybe other people can use this as a barometer if they're kind of making the same decisions. Nakua, or knock one of these three out, I guess, McLaurin, DJ Moore, and Higgins.
1: Okay, so you you might have that scenario there, but... I think, McC- I think D.J. Moore versus Nakua is a, a debate. I mean, you look at how – I know Moore had a good game last week uh, against the Bucks, but there's a lot of calamity going on in Chicago right now. Uh, a lot of back and forth with fields versus the coaching staff. They're, they're down two starting offensive linemen. Uh, pass rush has really been a problem for uh, the Bears right now. I think that largely hurts D.J. Moore. So I, I, I'd go Nakua over D.J. Moore right now.
0: Who are you finding to be for people like me that might be in an emergency running back mode? Who are some running backs that might be late waiver wire pickups, people you can add for this week?
1: Well, I think you start off with Matt Breida uh, and Jerome Ford. Uh, Jerome Ford, if you can get him, if he's still available, he could be the starter for the rest of the year with, unfortunately, Nick Chubb out. Um, Matt Breida is going to start tonight, and he might start future weeks too with Barkley's ankle injury. I, originally described as a three-week injury then you, you had some shenanigans uh with uh dayball saying oh he's not out this week yet oh yeah i guess he is out after all uh but typically these type of ankle injuries do are three-week injuries so um i, I that's what i'd kind of bank on
0: what are your thoughts on kelly or dotson maybe with the chargers with uh, eckler hobbled
1: well, if Eckler doesn't play, I love Kelly this week. I think Minnesota's, you know, we saw what they did against Philly last week, that Philly ran all over them. Um, and I think Kelly, you know, Kelly had a bad spot uh, this past, last week against Tennessee, something that has me, dra- you know, dragged four down last uh, this week uh, because it is a bad matchup. You don't want your running backs going up against Tennessee.
0: How about quarterbacks this week, Jeff? Who stands out your top two or three quarterbacks? Um, if there's a sleeper, a surprise, maybe somebody that's not on the board beyond the obvious guys, who might that be?
1: Well, let's – I mean, we spent a lot of time talking to Cool. Let's talk Matthew Stafford. Looks healthy. I tend to – I think people tend to forget that, hey, went healthy before. This is an elite quarterback. There, this is the guy the Rams traded for to win a Super Bowl. They did win a Super Bowl with him. Um, he, he's had some big fancy years in the past. I discounted the health and his personnel around him, but at my peril. And the thing is, you kind of have to make that decision this week if you're going to grab him. He's available in a lot of leagues, but not for long. I think this is kind of the last week that you can get him pretty, you know, get him free. So he's interesting. If you want to kind of dig deeper a little bit, CJ Stroud looked pretty good last week for the Texans. Uh, put up some big numbers, at least. He and Nico Collins have a connection. Tank Dell looks pretty good with them. Robert Woods looks healthy, kind of like the old Bobby Trees. And they're going to be trailing a lot of games, which means a lot of passing volume.
0: You mentioned Collins. I just picked him up in my PPR league as sort of insurance. Um, I feel pretty good about my wide receiver. let me rephrase that. I love Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase. Chase just had not done close to what I expected because of the Bengals' offense – Hill's questionable, I guess, right now, health-wise. Uh, what are your opinions on Collins? Uh, for instance, if I had to make a play between him, Flowers, and Drake, London, who would you put in?
1: Boy, that's close. You're talking uh, Zay Flowers versus uh, versus uh, Nico Collins. Uh, I think it's almost a week-to-week sort of thing. I, I'm really liking what I see out of Zay Flowers, but I, I I take both of them over London right now. Just I can't trust the volume in Atlanta. I know uh, London looked good last week, but you just the way they want way they want to run the team. Um, I think that's really difficult. So I, I probably go. I I might go uh, Nico Collins over that up against Jacksonville this week. I think that's going to be kind of tricky every given week, but I, I do like the connection that he has with Stroud.
0: Jeff Erickson with us from Roto-Wire. Jeff, is tight end still just basically a, a, a black hole here beyond the couple guys at the top, like Kelsey and whatnot?
1: Sure seems like it. You know, it's funny as in draft season, conceptually, we we're like, oh, yeah, tight end's deep this year. Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. There's seven, you know, and then you get to the hard, cold reality and Kyle Pitts getting two catches for 15 yards. You're like, here we go again, right? <laughs> um, I I think if you're looking for the volume, Zach Ertz is a decent option in a PPR league. Uh, The problem is the depth of target is not going to be great. Uh, The one play he was wide open downfield against the Giants, uh, you know, Joshua Dobbs flat out missed him. And quarterback play is obviously going to be an issue all all year long in Arizona. Um, I think, you know, Hunter Henry is a guy that uh, I feel like we can kind of bank on a little bit. He scored the first two weeks. Uh, If you're looking to stream and, you know, maybe take a chance on Kate Otten this week. The Eagles have given up like I think four touchdown receptions the to tight ends so far. So that's something to kind of keep in mind.
0: I've got Connor as a flex. I mentioned him earlier. I just gave you a couple of those wide receivers that are intriguing to me on my bench. I've got Algier on my bench. Should I consider not playing Connor because they're going up against the uh against the Cowboys?
1: Yeah, I mean that's a tough call, right? Um <sighs> I mean, again, Connor is their offense. That's the thing I like about him a lot. Um, but it, like you said, the matchup's terrible. Uh, the, the Jets couldn't run the ball at all against the Cowboys last week. Uh, they didn't even try. Um, and I I think Arizona will try a little bit more, but they're going to be trailing. I, 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 Yeah, I think I would start one of the receivers this week over, uh, over Con- uh, Connor this week.
0: What about Connor versus Stevenson? Stevenson against the Jets this week.
1: Not a great matchup, but uh, I'd go Stevenson. I trust his volume at least.
0: Jeff, what are you looking at as baseball wraps up here? You know, uh, this is what you know. Everything's
1: like micro right now. You're dealing down to the details. Try to find that if you're in a category league, try to find that one point that you can gain in the standings. You're gonna take some. You know, you might take some uh, unusual chances. If anybody's hurt, you got to be uh, cold hearted and cut them. And you know. Because, you know, you're trying to, you know, mass up volume a little bit there. Look at schedules. The Reds only play five games next week. So maybe you cut Ellie Daly Cruz as, as, you know, as much as bad as that sounds. Try to find someone that's playing seven games next week.
0: Oh, I forgot one I wanted to throw at you for football. Jacobs against the Steelers. Minus yards for him last week against the Steelers rush defense. They can't stop anybody. What do you think?
1: I think Jacobs does get better this week. I think, you know, he, you know, he didn't have a training camp. We knew this, that he might start slow. Sure enough, he started slow. You know, And there was going to be a regression too. Uh, that That's normal. Um, you know, after four, like so many touches last year, I, I think he's going to be uh, a lot better this week. I also think Najee Harris is going to be better this week against a Raiders defense is not very strong.
0: Yeah, he needs to get going. I mean, I... I've said this a couple times on the air this week, Jeff. Steal this one if you want. Like, when people talk about him versus Warren, I'm the last guy that's probably going to leave Najee Island. Uh, I'm the burn the boats guy when it comes to Najee Harris. (laughs) But in a strange way, I thought his two best runs last week on those back-to-back carries that he had against the Browns, I thought his two best runs might have been the two most alarming. Because like yeah. there was so much room to be had, I watched both of those runs. I was like, God, I, I think Ward might have gotten thirty-five on both of those.
1: Yeah, uh, that that is problematic. Najee's not, not old. This is year three for him, though. That's the thing we talk about him like he's like this ancient mariner, and he's not that. Um, so that's the thing that's kind of I find that's kind of vexing with all that. Uh, and they they face the Niners. They face the Browns. These are two really tough front fours. Um, I, I think he gets better. Uh, but I also don't think he, I think he doesn't, I think he is losing snaps to Warren. I mean, we saw Warren look shot out of cannon at times, especially on the swing passes. And now granted the game flow kind of dictated that that might be a little bit more open too. I think a couple of more like third and long situations there. So they're definitely they're necessarily guarding against downfield throws a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I, I this will be a good test if, if, if Najee can't keep going against the Raiders, then I would hit the panic button. Though,
0: Jeff, thanks. We'll do it again next week. Tell people what they can find at RotoWire.
1: Check out our rankings, our target breakdown articles. If you are in pick'em pools, we got you covered there. We got you a lot of different angles. We have a way for you to try it out for free. Uh, go to RotoWire.com/free. Get a two-day trial. No credit cards required. Just put in a valid email address and off you go. And we're we're counting on you to kick out, the, kick the tires, and see if you like it. And hopefully, you do, and you'll want to subscribe. Jeff Erickson from roto